Hi, beautiful people, and welcome to another episode of my sharings. I want to say welcome to each and every one of you who is new to this podcast. And I want to tell you that this podcast is not scientific in any way. It's um, mostly me share, sharing my own experiences in life uh, with the wish that other people will benefit from listening to it. And today, the last week has been absolutely not rough, absolutely not, but but normally I just realize how rare it is that I have conflicts, um, that I have people that are upset on my Instagram, that people are fighting with me or with each other, um, that people take a stand and really, you know, uh, I have a feeling that most people are always kind towards me and on my account. And uh, and the last week there was some um, turmoil and there were uh, conflicting opinions. And uh, I actually had to delete some comments because they were hurtful and they weren't nice. And uh, I also had to correct myself. And um, sorry, I need to, I think I need to, now it's maybe better. Uh, I'm still fiddling, you know, with the technique here. Um, I also had to correct myself because I said, um, I used the saying fat and happy uh, with the idea that it was a saying that meant that you were content. Obviously, it wasn't. And I apologized and I uh, revised my text. And and I really, really enjoy when people say, Shama, you're wrong. Uh, Shama, you made a mistake here. So I always welcome when you correct me. And I think that it's very, very important because I'm no guru in any way. I know more or less nothing. And I am eager to learn, so I really welcome welcome when you say that actually that was a mistake and now you hurt people. And I want to, this episode, I want to address some things. Um, I'm calling this episode Freedom of Choice because there was a big... Um, the, the vegan topic came up last week and some of you were very um, you know when you are vegan and you take a stand um, it's very black and white it's not a gray area it's it's either you are for the animals or you are kind of against in their world which is not the world that I share uh, just because you're not a vegan doesn't mean you don't care for animals. But if you're a strict vegan, many people feel that that's just as it is. You don't care about animals because you're not a vegan, you're not taking a stand. And and I had some comments about this and I also interfered some because I don't agree. I don't agree that not being vegan equals you are not in favor of animals and you 
don't have the approach to life that all lives matter, I don't agree. Uh, and we are entitled to our opinions. We don't have to push them onto other people. Uh, we definitely don't have to be uh, to go to attack. So people need to feel a need to de defend themselves. And when it comes to this, um, I just realized that there's so much in life that is actually not the choice. Where people, some people, and I'm going to say, today I'm going to say things that you won't agree with, but I'm going to say that privileged people have the freedom of choice. And to do that, that's a privilege. If I take my own life, for example, I have the privilege to recycle. I can, you know, um, separate plastic from paper, from metal, from everything, and I can recycle. I can take the time and do it. And I take all the garbage and I put them in the correct bin. And that's a privilege. Not everyone has that. Does it mean that the people who doesn't recycle, they, they don't give a fuck about the environment? And maybe that's a weird comparison, but actually it is a freedom. I have the freedom to choose. Do I want to recycle? Yes or no. I have many friends who live in the same neighborhood as I do. They have the f same opportunity to recycle and they don't. They choose to not do it. And for me to go and push it into, you know, you have to recycle, we have the op uh, opportunity to do so, you need to do it. I can't, it's not my, you know, it's not my decision. They have the freedom to choose to do it. They choose not to. Then you can have opinions about them as people. You can think a lot of things about these people. But to generalize and say... You don't care about the environment because you don't recycle. It's not, according to me, correct. Because, obviously, I don't know how much they care about the environment. Maybe they don't have a car. Maybe they don't fly. You know, I have no idea. So I can't make a statement towards them. When it comes to being vegan, yes or no, I find that Many vegan people are very, very aggressive. They are very um, totalistic in their approach. And it's very, very easy to, to pull that card that you don't care about. I had that, you know. Uh, someone said to me, Shama, you love pets, but you don't love animals. If you did, you wouldn't, you would be a vegan. And I was just thinking, Shama, is that true that I, you don't love animals? You only love pets. And I'm seeing myself, you know, I see myself sitting with birds, sitting with, you know, um, any animal on the planet. I love them. It's just in my nature, I love them. I love the way they walk and talk and behave. And, um, you know, I, I love animals more than I love people. And I'm not a vegan. Why am I not a vegan? And I say it's a freedom of choice. I choose not to be. Why do I choose not to be? 
I am one of the privileged people who can be a vegan. These days, I can be a vegan. I have the financial situation to be it. I have, you know, the um, the character. I have a strong, strong character enough that I can make the choice actively. Uh, I have all the possibilities in the stores. Everything is there. I can absolutely do it. And I choose not to. And I have my reasons to not do it. And for me, it's basically two. Actually, one is a health issue. I struggled a lot with my health. And being a vegan actually did not improve my general health like that. Um, and when I say I choose not to be, because, you know, also I don't drink alcohol, I am very low on sugar, I am really healthy in what I do and eat normally. And for me to be vegan, my life, my joy for life, my joy for cooking, for all the little things, you know, to be a vegan and not eat sugar, to be a vegan and not drink alcohol, uh, my life my happiness level went down radically. And it took, it took almost a year for me to realize that the vegan lifestyle actually makes me miserable. I feel deprived, you know. I feel like I am at war somehow, but I'm not. I have all the options, all the possibilities to eat. Uh, wherever I go to a meal, there's always a struggle. It's a struggle with restaurants. It's a struggle for friends to invite me over. I'm always the odd one, the special one. And I realized that this is affecting my mental health and my overall health. And I realized that I can't jeopardize my own health, health in favor of the animals or another person. I've done that a lot before. I put other people before me and that's a killer. And for me to make that decision, actually, to be a vegan at this point in my life, it's not doable for me. Does this make me a less aware person, uh, less understanding, uh, that I don't know what it means and that I love animals less? No, it doesn't. This is the freedom of choice that I have. I can tell you, when my kids were young, when I was alone with four kids, you know, between 15 and 3 or something, back then I could never afford to be vegan. I could never afford, you know, to have, to raise four kids just with the milk. I compared... I compared the basics. I compared milk, uh, butter or margarine, um, meatballs, hot dogs. Um, I took egg and chia, like because we need something to make it uh, hold together, stick together. And there was something else, you know, staple goods for kids um, that you we use, you know. And um, I don't remember what it was. But when I did this comparison, I did it in Excel last week. The food, because I was a hardworking mom, it was not like I'm going to make... Yeah, it was hamburgers. 
that I would make hamburgers out of, you know, beans for my kids when I was running the company, traveling like to 10 trade shows yearly, uh, that I would be that kind of mom because that it wasn't possible so they grew up on you know fish fingers and meatballs and I made them myself yes but from meat you know and if I would um, I just compared the vegan options for everything that my kind of normal basic uh, for kids uh, kind of low medium income single parent that it was twice as expensive just the milk, the milk, if you buy one liter of, you know, milk compared to one liter of coconut or almond or cashew, it's more than double the price. And it's not freedom. Back then, I had no freedom of choice. When I grew up, when I was a kid, we, we were poor. I'm telling you, we were poor. We ate the weirdest food. We ate like the liver inside the cod, you know, the rye inside the cod. We ate uh, liver. We ate all of this intestine food because it was the cheapest. And there was a lot of potatoes, of course. But it, it was not that, that we, we never bought anything prefab in my family. And fruit, for example. We did not eat fruit at all in my family. My mom, she could not afford it. And I can just say that the freedom of choice to be a vegan, it's marvelous. If you can afford it, if you have the time to, to you know, create options for food for kids, etc., that don't cost a fortune, and if you are healthy and happy with it, good for you, really super great, lovely, uh, don't misunderstand me and say I'm against veganism or anything. I am, if I estimate, I'm at least 80% vegan. So where I, f where I feel that this is an easy, this is working really, really easy, you know, then I just do it. So there are things that I absolutely don't touch. And there are things that I always, always choose vegan op options if I can. And then there are different things that I feel like, okay, this I need or um, this makes me really, really, really happy. Because don't forget, I am deep down, basic, basic, deep down since early, early age. I'm an addict. And food. This is also something when we talk about being vegan, yes or no. Food is often an addiction and a food addiction is one of the hardest ones to have because we will always need to eat food but if you like me for example would have bulimia and you just eat 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 and then you throw up it's not like you choose a vegan option for that type of addiction if you're anorectic yeah maybe you can be a vegan maybe that will starve you even more you know I don't know I didn't try it if you're overeating if you're obese 
Do you think there is a freedom of choice to be vegan? If food is one addiction that you are struggling with, to go vegan is not a choice. You know, it's not when I say the freedom of choice, if we just realize the the comment I got on my Instagram when I when I wrote fat and happy, it was like instantaneous. I got a comment, fat, you, that's an insult. You are fat shaming people. And I'm like, okay, uh, I didn't know that was, you know, that you could read that like that, but I'm not American. So I, I just got the saying from a friend and I corrected myself immediately because I know that food used as an addiction, you know, as comfort is one of the biggest addictions on the planet. And to not struggle with what we are struggling in inside, like our own anxiety and pain and why we overeat or starve ourselves or throw up or whatever. On top of that, we need to have the bad conscious because we're not vegans doing it. But the thing is that we don't have that choice. There's, I would say that the Overeaters Anonymous you know, or the, like, you know, the, the ones struggling with different eating disorders. Veganism is not like, it's not a freedom of choice. And there are so many people struggling with this. And to choose, when you say that you are more aware or more understanding, sure, of course you are. As an addict, you don't have a choice. You come to a point where you can't choose. And to make people less or lesser because of that. I feel that I'm not going to run this veganism any longer than it has to be, but that's just one area in life where I feel that the freedom of choice is not always there for us. We may love animals just as much, but we overeat and we eat junk food, we eat pizza, hamburgers, french fries, you know, we just binge eat to, you know, numb ourselves. V veganism is not a choice then. That doesn't mean that that person doesn't love animals. So don't equal veganism non-veganism, with loving or not loving animals, with being more understanding, yes or no, having more awareness or, or being, and I can also say that I hate this, that makes me, it makes me really, really upset when you think that some people have a higher level of awareness and you tell that to people that you don't, you haven't reached that higher level of awareness, so you don't know what I'm talking about then I just want to say, fuck you. That's not having a high level of awareness to push people down like that. We are human beings on this planet. Some of us are more privileged than others. And when you talk about that higher level of awareness, so you can choose to be a vegan, so you can choose to recycle, so you can choose to sell your car and take the bike to work instead, so you can choose to do good and do good things for you and your family and the planet, good for you. 
be thankful, be grateful. And you do that and know that you are doing that for maybe 100,000 people who don't have that choice that you do. And that doesn't mean that they don't want to. It doesn't mean that they don't give a shit because many, many do. And I think if we speak about having a higher level of awareness, there is one big thing missing here, and that's gratitude. Gratitude for being where you are. Gratitude for being able to go to yoga class. Gratitude for knowing how to meditate and calm yourself down. Gratitude for having, you know, water that is not polluted. Gratitude for uh, being able to choose, should I take the car or the, the bike? Gratitude for being able to drive an electric car or whatever, you know. There are so many, many things that people actually can't choose. And it doesn't mean that their level of awareness is lower. It doesn't mean that they don't love animals and the environment as much as you do. It means that you are privileged in a way that you can choose to do so. Maybe you fought a lot to come to the point where you are at now. Maybe there was a long, long, long struggle before you came to the point where you could afford to have strong opinions, to be an activist, to be, you know, um, an environmentalist or to choose the right food, etc. and the lifestyle and so on. Not everyone has that choice. And I don't think it makes it more okay that you struggled to get there. I don't think the attitude that, well, I worked really hard to be where I'm at, so I have a right to, you know, I could do it, so I, I paid a lot for this, I worked a lot for this. It doesn't mean that other people can do it. It doesn't mean that other people have a choice. You know, my favorite person, like my favorite mentor, Gabor Mate, he says that for an addict, there comes a time when choice is gone. No one chooses, you know, to live a bad life. No one chooses to do drugs. No one chooses to, to hurt other people. No one chooses, you know, to be abused or to be poor or to be, uh, you know, it's, it's like... There is a point in people's lives when choice is no longer possible. And to, to belittle people or blame people or compare and judge people because you feel that they make the wrong choices, I think that is not the way. And I know that this freedom of choice, I am, I am at the point in my life where I am very, very privileged. I can choose to do good by me and for others. I can choose what I want to eat. I can choose. Um, there comes time always when I lose my choice. 
I have like a few addictions that are still, and one of them is chips, potato chips. You know, I, I just, I just can't. I, if if it's there, I I I have to eat it, and I have to eat all of it. And I really feel that at times it's very good for me to notice. Okay, this is what an addiction is like. You don't want to eat it. You want your hand to stop taking them, and you can't. You just can't. It's like this is the stupidest, the weirdest, you know. But this is this is how it is. And I've done it with food. I've done it with alcohol. I've done it with relationships. I've done it with you know. Um, I've been self-harming. I really had this period in my life, and I can still do it at times where I where I pull off the toenails from my pinky toes, and which is super painful. But it's just an anxiety thing, and I can't stop. And I feel everything, to be self-righteous about the behavior that you have, a lifestyle that you have that you think is superior, and that makes you feel that you are superior because you do these things. I mean, to think that you are superior, it absolutely shows the difference. There are no superior people. And if you think you are, it's also you separate yourself from other people. It's not including, it's not togetherness. And I feel also this, uh, if life is a struggle, if life is a fight and we are fighting it together, it means that we need to bring everyone along. So for me, it's important to bring all the people that are fighting with food, for example, and to really make other people understand that to choose to be a vegan is not the choice. It's not like, bam, and then you make the choice. And if you don't, you don't love animals. It's not like that. Most people don't have a choice. They don't have the financial muscles to do it. They don't have, you know... <laughs> Many, many people, most people struggle. It's also a privilege to take that action. Most people struggle with having food on the table, having, you know, to pay the rent, to put the kids to school, to buy clothes. Many, many people fight to survive. And if you don't do that, doesn't mean that you are superior and that you have a more awareness or a better understanding. You are in a privileged situation. It's like Maslow's, you know, um, pyramid of needs. It's quite high up in the pyramid where you choose to be a vegan. It can, of course, if you're raised a vegan or if you belong to a community of activists or something, you can have it by birth, of course. And for some people, this is the most important fight, the most important thing on the planet, the most important thing they do. For me, it isn't. For me, addiction, mental health, survival is more important. So I focus on that. And we have our different, you know, areas in life where we are passionate, where we feel this is the fight I want to fight and this is my path. 
And I feel that food for me, I am more on the on the path that I know what food means to so many of us. And not many of us really care about what we eat because we just numb ourselves with food. And it's more important to come, you know, to come down to, to, to find out what's the pain behind. What's happening here? Why do I feel like, why do I feel like when I'm super stressed, tired, I just want to go home, open a bag of potato chips and eat that for dinner? That's my way to relax. Before it was a glass of wine or two. And I still have this. And I'm thinking, most likely I will never recover to that point when I don't do anything, when I don't have any addictions. Because I will always have a bit of anxiety, a bit of stress, uh, a need to wind down somehow. And... uh, and I really feel that what happened, and it was not a biggie on my Instagram, but it made me think about freedom of choice. That to actually realize how privileged we are. I can choose to be a vegan, I choose not to. I can choose to recycle, I choose to do that. I can choose to exercise, yes or no. I choose to exercise. There are things that I, you know, I don't want to give up. Coffee, for example, I love coffee. Uh, And there are things that I have no problem of giving up. Obviously, for me, to drink alcohol is a non-issue these days. I don't even care. It's not a biggie. And I'm thinking that, okay... There are some vegan activists that I know are drinking a lot and are smoking a lot of pot. Challenge them to stop with that. Because that's really self-harming. And if they do that, does it mean that you don't love yourself? Can you turn it around and say that, okay, you love animals, but you don't love yourself? And I don't think that is the way to attack people. I don't think that is the way to convince people to choose differently because to attack someone and think that you are enabling a choice by that attack. I mean, first of all, it's like my daughter said, she says, none of your business, mom. And uh, I think we are... I think we are doing a lot that is none of our business. But I also know that we take fights and we take different fights. And I just want to to raise awareness to that there is something called freedom of choice that is actually a privilege. And when it comes to every, every area in our life. When it comes to education, when it, you know in Sweden, for example, when we graduate high school, we have a freedom, freedom of choice to study or not study. Many do, many don't. There are so many kids who don't have the freedom of choice 
to continue, who don't have the financials to continue. When it comes to where we live, I live in a posh neighborhood. I have the freedom of choice to choose to live here. I could afford it. Everyone can't. And to me, the more I cultivate, you know, my, my, the more I feel grateful for my freedom of choice. It's freedom. And I don't want people to tell me what to do. And if I don't, that I am a less good person or that I don't care. I do care. And I know, I know there are so many people. This is also one thing that if I'm being attacked for not loving animals because I'm not a vegan, there are so many people listening who are not vegans. And you tell everyone you don't love animals. You're not a aware, you know, you're not a person of understanding or you are a person of lower awareness. There are so many people, it's not only me, there are so many people who read and see and take it on to themselves, I'm not really a good person because I'm not a vegan. And I think that these battles that we choose, I mean, I could proclaim sobriety is the way for everyone, you know, stop drinking alcohol, stop, you know, stop not loving yourself, Stop drinking alcohol and show that you love yourself. Be a good person towards yourself. And really, bam, 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 bam. But that's not the way. I mean, alcohol is, 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 honestly, alcohol and drugs is harmful for everyone. This is just what it is. Some people can handle that better than others. And some of us can't. So I don't really have a choice if I should do it, yes or no. Of course I can choose to drink if I want to. And I'm super privileged. Do you know what? In my, in my alcoholism, I'm so privileged because right now where I'm at, I have the freedom of choice. I choose every day to not drink. When I was drinking, I did not have the freedom of choice. I didn't want to drink, but I couldn't choose not to. So right now where I'm sitting, I'm really, really privileged. And I know it. And I know there's so many that are struggling who can't stop. I have one friend who is in a miserable place. Who is even like, you know, taking relapses and lying about it. Because he can't handle that other people look down on him. And there's no freedom of choice. His choice then, his freedom of choice is to lie about it. Which makes him even more miserable. And I can say to put pressure on people by being self-righteous in a lifestyle that we feel is important to us... I don't believe that is the way. I believe the way to be a role model is you just are. You just are that. 
I am sober and I love to be it. And by, by being it, I show my life to other people. But it's like once a year where I speak about my sobriety. And that's on my birthday, my year day. The other 364 days, my life is about so many other things. And that doesn't mean that 364 days I'm drinking because I'm not. But I don't push it onto you. I don't want you to feel guilty because you drink. If you need help, if you want help, you know where to find me. There are so many women that I have helped during these years. But it's not my call to tell you what to do and not to do. And for those of you who feel you don't have a choice, if you can't control alcohol, if you don't feel your choice to stop is not there anymore, then I'm super happy to help if I can be of service. And I think it's the same with food and with, you know, everything that we have, religion and whatever, doesn't matter. We don't push it onto other people. And if we can choose a path that we feel is aligned to what we believe in, that is lovely. And we should just be grateful. And I think there is something off about proclaiming what we are. I'm sober, I'm vegan, I'm sugar-free, I'm organic, I'm a yogi, I'm a soccer player, I'm a CEO, I'm a, you know, I am a, what am I more? I'm a, a mom, a grandma, whatever, you know, we are so, there are so many labels we love to put. I mean, there are labels we don't love to put. I'm an alcoholic. I'm a drug addict. I'm a meat lover. There are so many negative. I'm a non-environmentalist that we don't want to be, uh, you know, connected to. I'm a racist. And then there are the good labels, you know. And it's just labels. And why do we stand, need to stand, you know, on the barricades and say, yes, if it's a revolution happening, if people are suffering, if it's really like, yes, and now people are going to say, yes, animals are suffering. I'm not saying that animals are not suffering. What I'm saying is that people are suffering too. And the solution is not as easy as it may seem for those of you who can choose. There are so many, you know, low-income, third world, you know, that when food, it's like food on the table, it doesn't matter what it is, we just eat it. And there are so many who can't follow through. Like me, for example. I can't follow through. I can't be a vegan because it makes me miserable. And I can't see myself go down again. And I believe that we, you know, by, by being the best version of ourselves, we can be 
by being a good person, by being kind, by being loving and caring, and not, you know, putting other people down because they have opinions or, you know, perceptions that are different from mine. I am such a strong believer of not causing separation. And I feel by, for example, by pushing my sobriety onto other people, I make people insecure. I make make people don't want to hang out with me. Sometimes I suffer if I go down that road. So I don't. And it's the same with you know, racism or with age or, you know, there is so much that is a privilege. And if we are not suffering, if we are, can make healthy choices, if we can afford, if we live in a community, a society where we can recycle, then it's just hallelujah, I'm so fucking blessed. And I can't go pushing my recycling onto other people. And definitely not on Instagram. Because there are countries where this is like, it's so far from happening that I would offend people. So I think that To realize that freedom of choice, it's a privilege. You're sane enough to make a choice that is good for you, hopefully for the environment, for animals, for people. You're rich enough to make these choices. You are healthy enough enough to make these choices. It's not... It's not as black and white as it may look like on Instagram. Some people say, well, if you can't handle alcohol, then you just stop stop drinking. I mean, he's such a, you know, he's such a bad person. He just can't stop drinking. It's just stop. I mean, if you ruin your life like that, just stop drinking. The thing is that the freedom of choice is gone many, many, many years ago. So with this little podcast, I just want to say, I just want to raise awareness that if you have the freedom of choice where you can actually take action in your life the way you want to live it, then you are privileged. And the right, you know, what to express then is gratitude and not attack others for not making the same choices as you do. And this is not my way to correct you all. This is not my way to say that you are wrong or something like that. I think what I'm trying to do is actually to talk from... I think I'm actually sitting in the chair of 
my ad- addict personality. That I know that there has been so many times in my life where I couldn't choose the right thing. I just couldn't choose what I knew what was right for me or for, you know, the planet or for animals. I just couldn't choose it because I was not in a good place. And I know it's not only addicts struggling with this. It's like there are so many... I mean, the people on this planet who can choose what to eat and not to eat, it's like, it's not, it's not the majority. It's, it's really like if we realize how privileged we are to listen to a podcast, to have a phone, you know, and to be able to listen to this podcast or one million other, you know, podcasts, it's a freedom of choice. And while you do it, you know, to nibble on some some uh, pecan nuts or to to eat you know french fries from mcdonald's it's a freedom of choice and the right way to go about it is gratitude and not attack and blame and i think it's really really good i really appreciate all people who put the spotlight on injustice, you know, who really makes us aware that something bad is happening here, okay? And just because something bad is happening here and something is not okay doesn't mean that everyone can adapt, no matter how much they would love to. It may not be in their capacity, So I'm just thinking that we have to look at each other with the basis of that everyone is doing their best with what they can, you know, with what they have. And to not put us above other people and not, you know, make people feel, feel, you know, that they're not good people because they can't. Just because you can do it doesn't mean everyone can do it. So be happy if you can choose what's good and right for you. And follow that path. And by being that, by owning that, You don't have to talk about it. It's just a lifestyle. You may inspire other people to follow your example. And I think that is what I'm trying to do. By being sober, I hope to inspire other people to do the same. Because they see me and I look okay. At times I'm really happy and hopefully just by 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 being myself i inspire other people i don't need to push my opinions or my beliefs 
onto you. Okay, that was that. Today was a it was a beautiful one of these summer days, you know that you that you remember when you was a, were a child. I had this amazing day. At first, I took my bike and met up with a friend, and we go swimming. And there was a little crowd of swans and a whole family of swans who came, and I fed them, and they bit me, and it was not harmful. It didn't hurt, and. Uh, and then I biked home and I went with my daughter and we swam again in the ocean. And then we went blueberry picking and now we're going to make blueberry pie and, and watch a series on Netflix. And, and life is really good. And I'm grateful. I'm grateful for, for everything that happened to me. Everything, every choice, good or bad that I made in my life that took me to this place. And I hope that that's something that I do inspire you to do the things you do to inspire other people. Okay, I love you and I wish you all a beautiful, beautiful Friday. Or if it's a Saturday or Sunday when you listen to this, a beautiful day. Puss. Puss.